welcome to the Product Ops Podcast, or POP as I like to call it, with me, Jerisha Nadaraju. This podcast explores all things Product Ops, from how it is defined to hiring for the role, as well as challenges faced. You will hear it all from diverse voices across this emerging function. I myself am a former Product Ops lead who set up this function at a leading UK fintech startup. And I think that product ops is going to be a significant driver for product-led growth in companies going forward. That's why I've partnered on this podcast with the fantastic people at the Product-Led Alliance, who are a collective of product-led leaders committed to driving growth and success through a product-first approach. On today's episode, I'll be chatting to Walia Tunbi, who is currently the first product operations hire at Mono an early-stage fintech startup in Nigeria. Wally previously worked as a product manager at startups such as Seedcap, Ruby, and Gradely. I actually met Wally through an intro from my first guest, Guerra, and thought that his experience of doing product ops at a seed-stage startup in Africa was really unique. Usually, I've seen product ops coming into slightly more established startups and companies with larger product teams. I'm really looking forward to finding out what it's like to be doing product ops in such an early stage environment. Wally, welcome and thank you for joining us. How are you doing today? Uh, very well, um, Jerusha. Uh, it's been it's, it's, it's nice joining you on this podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It's so great having you on, Wally. Um, I'm quite excited to find out more about what you're doing in product ops um, at Mono. And also, I mean, I'm from South Africa originally, so it's really great having a guest on the show who's um, from Africa. I guess just for people to know, where about are you joining us from? Right. Uh, I'm joining from Lagos, uh, Nigeria. Okay. Very cool. For those that don't know who Mono is and what they do, can you please give us a brief explanation? Right, right. So thank you very much once again, um, Jerusha, for this uh, opportunity to be here. So what Mono is, uh, we are an API infrastructure company in in Nigeria. Yeah. So really what we do is that we allow our partners, that's mostly internet businesses and developers, to get access uh, to financial information of users. So with our APIs, they are able to build apps that make transfers from their customized bank accounts instantly. Also, they can help them understand their user cash flow with more detailed information and offer convenience credits and really so much more around uh, just powering the internet economy in Africa. Um, we've been tagged uh, by most people as the plate for Africa. So for anyone who really does know uh, what plate does, uh, just we play that playbook and, and and call us like the play for Africa. So that's what Mono is really. I mean, that's great. I, I used to work for a company called Trulea. So I, I know quite a bit about financial APIs and, and I guess what you're doing. Um, and it's very right. cool to see that sort of like open finance, open banking concept coming, um, you know, to Africa. So that's right. cool. Um, and I know, I guess with Mono, you, I, I think I read that they went through YC. So you, you were a Y Combinator startup and, and sort of got funding from them too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to uh, the last YC batch before the current one. Um, and we got some funding from them. Um, really interesting to have joined um, the YC family. Um, it's been like a an, an very, very um, great journey with them. And they've also like assisted us a in uh, raising our, our, our follow-on round, the seed round. 
So yeah, the YC journey was really exciting for us at Mono because uh, it gave us access to a lot more network and really uh, helped us tell our story better as as, uh, as the play for Africa in, in, in this case. Nice. Um, and how did you get into Product Ops, Wally? Um, like, I mean, had you heard about Product Ops before? Right, right. So before I dive into that, uh, maybe just speak a little on like the mono journey and, and because that then connects into how I go into like product ops. Uh, is mm. that cool? Yeah, absolutely. Right, right. So about um, eight to nine months ago, because uh, we are barely a year old, the mono, mono is barely a year old. So uh, eight to nine months ago, uh, the co-founders of this company, um, Prak and Abdul, they started working on a fun project, really, that they just wanted um, people to be able to manage all of their bank accounts in one place. So in Africa today, um, we've realized that um, a regular person can have multiple bank accounts. So we've seen cases where people have up to five, six, almost 10 bank accounts. You can imagine. So and it was really just hard managing all of those accounts uh, and having them in one view. So they started this project, and they really just wanted people to be able to manage their bank accounts. But then when they released the initial version of that project, um, the community, the tech ecosystem here in Nigeria, were really excited about the product, but more, much more interested about the infrastructure that powered the app, really. So they wanted access to that infrastructure that was powering the app, which then does give uh, the co-founders the idea of, instead of building this app, why not just build out the API itself and then grant people access to, be, to use that API to get access to financial accounts. So uh, as regards to me then joining the company, uh, that then created a couple of rules, which are somewhat uh, unorthodox in the sense that it's not really like the regular product manager, um, growth specialist role in, that you have in regular startups. Um, for us here, product ops uh, was born out of two things. It was born out of um, merging the skill sets of uh, of me as at the point I was joining the company and also looking at what the company needed at that point in time. So what the company did at that point in time wasn't a product manager because uh, for context, the CEO of the company had previously worked in Paystack for about two years as a product manager. So he and the CTO had built out like a full vest, uh, a full first version of, of the Mono API. So we didn't exactly need a product manager, but what we needed was someone who could do products, who could also do strategy, and who really had a very, very high sense of business knowledge. And that sort of like played into my skill sets at a point in time. So for context, again, um, a little bit of background into my story. Um, so I have a finance degree. I'm also a chartered accountant uh, in Nigeria, yeah, and I'm a CFO. CFA level one uh, students, but bulk of my work experience has been in tech. You can imagine. So someone who has that bulk uh, of uh, uh, knowledge around business, but having worked in tech for almost four years, uh, it was sort of easy for me to merge my experience into that particular role. And given the definition Mono had given to product ops uh, at the point in time, it was just like a match made in heaven for me joining the company when I joined. So it was really just about what the company wanted to achieve at that point in time. And how those, uh, how the role itself was going to merge with my, with my skills. So yeah, that's, that's some background. Very cool. Um, I guess to just pull on some of the points you mentioned there. So, uh, and, and I mean, we're going to get into more of that later too. 
Um, you sort of have this background, which also which sounds quite similar to my previous background, by the way. So you know, background in finance, and and you're a chartered accountant, and and I know you you mentioned you're doing your CFA level one, um, and then you also worked. Did you say that you worked in product management roles um, at startups uh, right. after that? Right. Yeah, right. that's that's very correct. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, it was, I guess what you were saying is that what Mono kind of needed uh, was not necessarily a product manager, but more someone who could flex into sort of ops type work, which maybe included some business related stuff. And given the fact that you had done product management before, but you also have this business background, um, it lent itself well to, to the role at that time. Exactly, exactly. You captured it well. Okay, cool. Um, I guess then, Wally, and maybe you can just talk a little bit more about this. Um, because I did I did mention that you had worked as a product manager at startups like Seedcap, Ruby, and Grady before. Um, given that you did have this background in, in product management, was there a reason that you didn't want to keep going in product management and, and you wanted something different like product ops? Right, right. Thank you uh, for the question. So really, I think one of the motivating factors was um, the fact that it was a different role, uh, which made it like really challenging for me to sort of like explore. Mm-hmm. And also um, for bulk of my career before before Mono, I'd always uh, been called like the, the product manager. So before joining the company for context, I had a chat with the CEO then. And we're in trying to carve out like the role itself and like try to come up with like a JD. Um, which is really what the early stage startups do. Uh, you, you, you find situations where um, you hear things around oh, jack of all trades. Uh, mm-hmm. I think uh, in early stage startups, you really just need people who can do multiple things and like flex in multiple um, roles. So um, with my background and my experience then, why trying to carve out um, a role with the CEO then? I can imagine if we had this little argument around all my life, I've always, I've always known the role to be called a product manager, but he then brought the context around what the company needed at that point in time. And when we settled on the product ops role, uh, to be very honest, I did like uh, struggle a bit at the beginning with understanding what the role itself uh, required. But I think the, one of the exciting things was, was just uh, the fact that it was different from what uh, we had like in the ecosystem. That's one. So I really just wanted to position rightly as so maybe like the first product ops person in the country at the point in time. And also I just wanted to explore what the role itself uh, could do. And given the fact that I merged all of my skill sets at that point in time, it was really just like perfect for me. I was like, you know what, let's let's just do this and see what comes out of it. So is that so interesting? And what, so did you just say that you like, do you, do you know, or do you think that you are the first product operations person in Nigeria at the moment? Uh, Right, I, I knew that for a fact. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm, very I'm cool. Best uh, product ops person in the country. Uh, That's exciting. Yeah. Um, so I guess then, Wally. Oh, actually, this would be interesting to know because because I mean, what's fascinating here is that you you know you're doing product ops in a really early sort of seed stage startup. Um, how many people are there in in Mono or when you joined? Right. Uh, so when we joined, uh, my my uh, staff number said um, 018, but mm-hmm. the actual staff count at that point in time was uh, was 12. Um, so 12 was uh, 15 rather. So 12 um, full time employees mm-hmm. and three 
uh, all of the interns were in design and in uh, marketing. But right now, uh, four months in, we've expanded the team a bit. Now we are about uh, 18 in total, um, about 15 full-time employees and, and three interns. Okay, interesting. So still like less than 20 people and, and you're doing exactly. product. Okay. So you kind of touched a little bit on it, but it would be interesting to know, you know, what does product ops currently look like at Mono? Right, right. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so in Mono, yeah, today, uh, what product ops is, is uh, uh, really at the intersection of three things, um, product itself, um, business, and strategy. So I find myself uh, sort of playing in between all of these three roles. So in the sense that on that product, day in, day out, uh, regular uh, stuff that a product manager would regularly do. Uh, I Like I work on it, I, I work with the engineers to put out our products, work with design. Um, but also on the business side, I assist and work alongside the business team um, in coming up with business models, pricing strategies, and also um, thinking around how to uh, properly uh, manage like the business section of, of the company. Then on the strategy side, uh, I really also work with the head of business to figure out uh, country expansion. So just for context, for those who don't know, um, we are live in Nigeria today, but we're also trying to expand into um, other vertical markets that's Kenya and Ghana. We've started conversations with uh, stakeholders in this space. So I also work with the head of business and the CEO in leading conversations around strategy. How do we go into new markets? What sort of products do we launch in new markets? What are the stakeholders that we should speak to? So yeah, in, in summary, uh, product ops in Mono today is uh, products, business, and, and strategy. Very, very interesting. Um, I think that kind of, uh, for me, that sounds a little bit like, because I, I uh, did business operations before I went into product ops. And, uh, you know, biz ops was very much, it's it's around that, you know, it's like thinking about business stuff and then and also strategy stuff. And when I was in product ops, I was also within a team, you know, that, that looked at global expansion and international expansion. So I definitely, I think, can kind of identify with these different things that you're juggling <laughs> at the moment. It's um, quite a lot, but, but pushing through. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think also, I mean, I guess very much so for an early stage, you know, you're, you're probably going to have to get your hands dirty and, and you're going to have to be involved in lots of different areas, um, yeah. you know, compared to me, what product ops would focus on in other companies. Right, right. Yeah, I wear a couple of hats in the company today. I juggle a lot. But yeah, it's. I think I'm enjoying it. Why? Because uh, it sort of uh, spreads me to um, learn about like really new cool things in business. I find myself learning every day, uh, you know, understanding strategy and how you think around um, building out stuff and then like working around regulation and what have you. So yeah, it's, mm. it's a lot. I'm wearing, I'm wearing a lot of hats, but I find it like really exciting and challenging. Okay, um, so I guess, Wally, at the moment, is it like a very lean product, you know, organization? Is it kind of just you and one other person? Um, and also, uh, who do you currently report into? Right, right. At the moment, uh, we don't have a product manager yet at Mono. Uh, on the product team, I, I lead products at the company, hmm. and I directly report to um, the CEO. On the product team also with me is uh, a technical product specialist who helps with um, all of our API integrations with merchants and, and internet businesses. 
So, yeah. Okay, interesting. So I get at this point of time, you sort of got maybe like your CEO wearing the, you know, your, your product hat and then you sort of helping to support in that and lead with it with somebody else. Right. Yeah, correct. Okay. Correct. Which I think is something you often see in, in early stage startups. So that's, that, that sounds familiar. Wally, it would be interesting to note, like you, you very nicely explained that obviously it's at the moment product opposites at the intersection of product business and strategy, but I mean, what's kind of a typical day for you in product ops? What, what, what would you be doing at the moment? Right, right. Uh, a typical day for me mostly uh, starts off with um, firefighting. Uh, <laughs> what, what I mean by that really is that um, really just working with um, the engineers to see uh, where we are on products. So regularly um, we do all of this, uh, what typical product teams do every day, um, stand-up calls where you're checking on mm-hmm. Everybody's deliverables, the engineers, the designers, and really just see where we are and also see how you can then manage that whole process. So really every day, uh, first thing I do really is uh, checking on a stand-up call with uh, my team. Then thereafter, I try to join a couple of meetings with businesses who are trying to like um, use our APIs for different use cases. Because we found out today that we've built an infrastructure that can be used in multiple industries. So today, um, if you want to get access to um, so you're trying to apply for a visa with the embassy here in, in, in Nigeria. With our money API, the, the embassy can get access to your financial statements. You get so also same maybe you're trying to get like a car loan from a car loan company here in the country. Uh, with our API, also uh, you can be able to do that and they can get access to your data. So really every day after like the standard calls, I jump on meetings with uh, businesses to try and understand what they can use uh, our mono APIs for. And also mostly do before like the end of the day, I, I also just uh, try to like come up with documentation around our strategy for new markets or so maybe come up with new priorities that, uh, that our developers need to continue working. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's a typical day for me. Okay, so a lot of, a lot of context switching, I guess. <laughs> right, right. That's the, that's the major, major uh, problem. I wouldn't call it a problem. I think that's like a major um, thing I have to like sort of battle every day. Mm. Um, you can imagine you're, you're working in uh, like and working in three different like spheres. You get so having to like change context uh, every single time. It's, it's been a challenge, but yeah, we, we keep pushing through. And I've learned now that uh, as product people, you also have to learn how to sort of prioritize properly um, to make sure that yeah, you don't get you don't get burnt out. Uh, so yeah, that's mm-hmm. that's what key thing I'm learning at the moment, um, prioritization of tax, prioritization of meetings, prioritization of work to be done at every point in time. So yeah, that's our battling and, and working around um, context switching. But yeah, you're right. <laughs> and I think you maybe covered some of this already. And, and obviously your organization is pretty small. So maybe <laughs> this is not so relevant, but I was wanted to kind of know who your key stakeholders are in the business and, and who you work really closely with. Right, right. So um, um, given the fact that like I lead like the product uh, team, yeah, I work directly with the CEO, mm-hmm. also work directly with um, the CTO and the engineering lead. Uh, mm-hmm. I also work directly with um, the head of design and um, the, growth, uh, the growth specialist yeah, at the company. So yeah, those are like the key stakeholders I work directly with or closely with, but I report directly to the CEO. Okay. Cool. And um, what are 
besides context switching, what are some of the key challenges that you're currently facing in product ops at the moment? Right, right. Thank you. Um, so, so on that, aside uh, context switching, I think it's really just um, sitting down with businesses and trying to understand um, their use case for, for our API. So having to like really bring strong through um, different businesses and why they think they need your APIs. Because really we've, we've had use cases where Oh, someone just thinks, oh, you know what, Mono can do this, finally just reach out to them. And then at the end of the day, we realize that, oh, maybe you don't need Mono at this point in time. Maybe like maybe when you get to like a growth stage, maybe then you can integrate with our API. So really, um, one other thing aside context switching is just trying to like really understand um, different businesses use case and being able to like document that properly. Because really, at the end of the day, one key strength that every product person should have is uh, being able to document properly. So, um, so yeah, that's it really. But aside that, also, uh, aside five firefighting every day, I think I've had a challenge around really just sitting down to brainstorm through through strategy because you can firefight all day. By the end of the day, um, if your strategy isn't so great, um, uh, that's not good. Like, or that's not like super cool for a product manager. So, I've had issues where around strategy, I'm not able to like come up with new ideas. Why? Because Really, all day I've been firefighting and <laughs> and trying to like uh, finish off stuff with engineers, uh, new businesses. So yeah, I'm trying to take my time around being able to really calm, uh, become, and like come up with like new strategies uh, for for Mono. Yeah, but yeah, that's it. Yeah, I think I think a lot of uh, you know people in product ops and people you know product managers, it, it just product people, I guess, can can empathize with that because. It's really tough with the the firefighting and things that are going on on a daily basis, but then balancing that with, you know, trying to do the longer term sort of vision and strategy stuff, which is really important, but maybe is not urgent at that stage. Yeah, Wally, I think that was also really interesting where I guess so a large part of your job is also just trying to understand the customer better, right? So um which I think, I mean, we had someone on, we had Caitlin on a previous episode who was really trying to embed customer centricity um, in product teams at FAIR, obviously on a much bigger scale because, you know, they had multiple different units. But um, this is obviously something that's critical too in, in your role. Speaking to customers really has been a, like an interesting thing. I've, I've, I've grown to love. Um, why? Because uh, for context, uh, maybe like as an example, we're speaking to the founders of one of the biggest um, adjacent banking platforms in, in Nigeria at the moment. They are called Kudi. They are also a YC-backed company. Uh, so yeah, that was really cool. But yeah, why speaking to him and trying to understand his use case for our APIs, uh, it was like, oh, we needed like some of our, like, our transaction APIs, bank balance APIs for their collections business. But in, in the interaction with him, we later realized that, you know what, we have these APIs we can build um, some UI on this and build it out as a B2B product. That was not something we would have thought about if we didn't speak to this customer. And can mm-hmm. imagine from speaking to this customer, we've now thought of building out a full product that will be launching later in the quarter. It's, uh, it's a product for businesses to be able to manage and move their money across all of their corporate accounts uh, amongst like the different banks. That was something that was that is really super cool. And even while speaking to us, the other customers, we realized that this is like a pain point. And for us, it's exciting that even though we didn't like think of this like in-house, it was just cool that while speaking to a customer, I want to try to understand his use case, we always come out with a full-blown product that we're launching later this quarter. Very cool. 
Um, and Wally, what sort of, so obviously I think you mentioned that you're probably the first product ops person uh, in Nigeria and, you know, you didn't know what this role was, you know, before, before you sort of scoped it out and, and joined Mono. Um, so what tools or resources or people have you found sort of most helpful in navigating your product ops journey? Right. Um, thank you for that. So um, today, um, one of the key tools that I use is um, is Jira. Um, I use Jira for tax management. I use Jira for for really just managing all of the tickets that we have signed. So everybody who is on product development. Um, also, I use Prodpad, which I found to be really really interesting. Why? Because um, it helps us like collect feedback from from customers in a very seamless way. So we realized that with uh, with the new dashboard that I'm trying to roll out, um, customers can be able to directly suggest improvements to our product, and we can see that in real time. So as opposed to us uh, having to wait until maybe they report an issue on like our partner Slack channel, we can easily get that feedback directly um, from like our, one of our products, the, the new customer dashboard that we're rolling out. So Putpad. Uh, Jira, those are like really exciting and cool tools that I found to, to be uh, really interesting for me. Also, Wimsica, I really just use Wimsica to sort of uh, come up with, uh, with uh, wireframes and what of you to sort of give context to, um, to our engineers and, and, and developers. And the very last one, which I think is the coolest of them all, uh, is, is called Notion. I don't know if you know about Notion, but yeah, yes, Notion. Yeah, <laughs> With documentation, man, I, I really love that tool, man. That tool is super cool. I, I use Notion today for all of our, for documenting all of our product processes. So really on Notion, that's where we have all of our periodies, um, all of our product uh, concept notes, and really anything about products. So today, if you like a new hire and join the company, and you want to understand a couple of things on the product team, um, you can go on our Notion tab, uh, products there and you can see everything really on, on, on product. So yeah, I find Notion really cool uh, for documentation. Yeah, the, I mean, those are great tools. Um, so just to uh, sort of um, uh, play it back to you, the, the stuff you said, Wally, was it obviously Jira for tickets and then uh, did you say Whimsical to do the the um sort of flow charts and, and design and things like that or wireframes or was there some was it another tool that you mentioned uh, right I, I mentioned um, whimsical also for wireframing yes that. okay so jira whimsical notion yes i'm <laughs> aware of and, and looked at that as a potential sort of company wiki documentation um tool before and what was the second one that you mentioned Prodpad, uh prodpad i also mentioned prod, prodpad. is a prodpad okay no yeah i haven't heard of that one before okay Right, yeah, Prodpad, yeah. Cool. Right, um, and also I'd like to um, give a couple of shout outs to a couple of people who have like uh, helped uh, with like me understanding like the product rule, product option itself. Uh, first is um, Khadija Abu. Uh, I can remember I, I spoke to her before I joined Mono. Uh, for context, Khadija Abu is the head of products at Paystack, um, the company I was recently acquired by Stripe. Um, Paystack is a payments company in Africa, yeah. So yeah, I spoke with her and she gave, uh, she was helpful really in um, me joining Mono. Also uh, a big, big, big shout out to um, Guerra. Guerra is uh, a friend from Kenya. She works with uh, 11FS. She's been on this podcast too. So yeah. Uh, yeah, she, she, was made, she was the one that made the introduction to, um, Absolutely. to you, yeah, joining this podcast. Yeah, shout out Guerra uh, if you're listening to this. 
Yeah, no, Guerra is great. So that's that's somebody useful to have. Right, definitely. So yeah, also um, um, I've listened to a couple of episodes uh, on this product ops um, podcast. It's been really helpful. Uh, my favorite oh. one were the ones with Guerra, of course, and yeah. uh, the PM who, who I also could relate with when he mentioned the issue of uh, context switching. I can't exactly remember his name, but yeah, um, listening to that podcast also helped uh, me understand uh like trans- transition into product tops and yeah it's been really helpful and exciting yeah well done well done yeah i mean well yes the first year so yeah kevin and, and Greer are great and i'm glad you're enjoying the podcast and sort of finding it helpful um with product ops um wally right. i think we've right. kind of reached time now so i guess my final question to you is you know if i had to talk to you in three to six months time um what are you kind of hoping to achieve with product ops at Mono? Right, right. So thank you. Um, so in, in three to six months, uh, I really just hope that, yeah, and, and this is something I'm working on, uh, the fact that we would have fully launched in uh, multiple countries, Ghana and Kenya, also that we would have figured out uh, fully our playbook as to powering the internet economy in, um, in Nigeria. I'm also hoping that... Um, in three to six months, uh, would have, I would have fully also grown into the role to then um, also be able to then manage uh, multiple products because we can imagine now that we're in multiple countries that then calls for different use cases and understanding um, different businesses, uh, their use case for using our API. So yeah, those are the three key things I'm really like excited to, to, to work on and also be at, say, in the next three to six months. Awesome. And do you see sort of like the product ops team growing in that time or is that something maybe for the longer term? Right. Um, I think that's something maybe for, for the longer term, um, mm. not the immediate thing. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, no, I think that makes sense because, I mean, most people that I've spoken to have been one person product ops teams and this is in companies that are like already, you know, so much bigger. So, um I think probably, yeah, just having you there, although you do have to juggle a lot, will will probably still be helpful for a while. Um, Wally, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today. It was really great um, sort of getting your perspective on on obviously what it's like working in product ops, but in a really early stage um, startup. Right. Thank you very much. Uh, I really enjoyed this. Uh, This was a lot of fun. Uh, (laughs) And yeah. um, I look forward to um, hearing the final version of this and listen to um, the next episode after that. Nice. Um, Wally, if anybody wants to contact you um, after this podcast, what's the best way for them to do that? Right. Uh, I'm very, very, very active on Twitter. Um, so, yeah. yeah, you can send me on Twitter. I'll just uh, follow. I'll definitely uh, follow back. So, my Twitter handle is Wally Atumbi. Um, uh, yeah, so Wale, W-O-L-E-A-T-U-N-B-I on Twitter. Also, um, I'm active a bit on, on LinkedIn, but replies might not come in as fast as they would on, on Twitter. So on, on LinkedIn, you can also check me out, um, Wale Atubi. Nice. You're one of my first guests who's like very active on Twitter. So that, that's, <laughs> that's quite cool. Yeah, Wally, uh, thanks again. And um Thank you, everybody, for listening. And, you know, if you've enjoyed the podcast, please remember to share and like and all of those good things. Take care. Yeah. Bye.